Hi guys! Welcome back to the Love and Person of Love podcast. I'm still your host, Nishala Olakomi. And um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about does grace say yes to sin. But before that, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I pray that this new year is a year of so much favor for each and every one of us this is our year of light we have we, we create impact in this world we, we we take the gospel to the ends of the earth we preach the gospel with so much boldness and so much precision and there is favor for us we are led every step of the way you know we are strengthened we are kept in good health in the mighty name of jesus so i'm so sorry you guys ah it has been so long i've been sick as in i have been sick like literally it was on christmas day that i had strength to stand up i don't know whether it was in my subconscious like i was like nah 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 nah, nah, nah. this malaria cannot keep me down from eating christmas jello fries so my body stood up by force i don't even know what more happened but it was as in on christmas day and then and I went for after that I went for a family reunion, blah blah blah. So yeah, well it's not COVID though. Yes, it's malaria. Thanks. Yeah. So on today's episode we're going to be talking about does grace say yes to sin. And I'll just go straight into it. No. Grace does not say yes to sin. And I don't know why on on the topic of grace there's a lot of I don't know if I should call it confusion. Or misconceptions and really it's not that difficult if you're well taught it's not that difficult it's either you're not well taught or you're well taught but <laughs> the, the teaching is hard for you to take you don't want to accept it right but yeah grace does not say yes to sin it does not so the grace of god is what has given us salvation right the grace of god is what has has yeah given us salvation has um is what made god accept the sacrifice of jesus christ as atonement for our sins but at the same time that same grace that has given us salvation is the same grace that has freed us from sin it is the same grace that has freed us from sin so jesus christ did not just come to this earth to die for our sins just for the sake of dying for our sins as in okay I've died for their sins. Their sins have been forgiven past, present, and future. They can continue to live their life as usual, life as they know it. No. In the place of salvation, he also gave us a new nature. Hallelujah. He also gave us a new nature. We are now new men in Christ. I am a new man in Christ. What makes you a new man in Christ? It is not that in salvation, your eye color changed to blue from brown. Or... You were 5'11 and then you became 6'5. Do you get like you are a new man in Christ because God gave you a new nature. God gave you a new heart, a heart of flesh. So what happens in salvation? Everything happens on the inside. And so that grace has freed us from sin, has freed us from the nature of sin, has freed us from the mechanism of sin. Sin in itself is not the act. It's a nature. It's a mechanism. The act is just like an end product of the nature. 
but the sin in itself is the nature not the act why do you think a child that is just born today is born a sinner what did the child do that that qualifies them <laughs> or, or makes them the child a sinner nothing but because it is a nature that was given to us from the first Adam that is the Adam in the Garden of Eden we know the story of the Garden of Eden Eve ate the apple she gave Adam blah 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 you know and so we got that nature from the first Adam the nature of sin a mechanism so because it, it, it was our nature we couldn't we couldn't escape it we were bound to it we were bound by it we were controlled by it because it is a nature and when something is your nature it's hard to fight it but thank God for God thank God for salvation he came to die for our sins and even after dying for our sins he gave us a new nature so that we, 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 we can now be free from it. We can now live above it. We can now control our flesh, our desires. We can now subdue our flesh. And so as a believer, you should not allow the devil to tell you lies in your ears that, that makes you feel like you're helpless. Or that whatever habits that you think that you have you cannot fight it like it is in you it is it is it, it has taken over you it is it has control over you no you have the Holy Spirit within you you have the power to live above sin you have the power to fight those desires you have the power to fight that habit now to wait for a dramatic deliverance for you to think that or for you to feel like you you are free from a habit yes those things happen people people experience dramatic deliverances and then they are delivered forever from a habit or from whatever but most of the time it is not going to happen why because it has already taken place in salvation you have already been delivered in the place of salvation you just need to walk in that consciousness you just need to walk in that reality nine times out of ten it's not going to happen a dramatic deliverance is not going to happen that is when it pertains to habits and addictions i mean a dramatic deliverance is not going to happen you're going to have to partner with the Holy Spirit and walk in your reality as a believer. The reality that you are free from sin. The reality that you now have the power to live above sin by the grace of God. The reality that by the Holy Spirit that is living within you, sin has no hold over you. You're going to have to walk in your reality. Okay, so it's like this. Let me use the example of a slave in those days. So, a slave obviously has a slave master. And then the slave's slave master comes to them and says, 
so 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 person has paid for your freedom and so you can now go and be a free man you can go and marry whoever you like have your children just be a free man but instead of the slave to go the slave stays in their slave master's house continues to do the work of a slave everything a slave does everything a slave suffers continues to get whipped continues to just stay under the control of their master could make sense now does it make sense you're free but you don't want to walk in your freedom you don't want to take your freedom that is what you do when you allow the devil feed you lies that is what you do when you allow the devil tell you you're you're helpless you're you're controlled by this thing this thing has more power than you nah man that's waff the devil is yanning waff yeah the devil is yanning waff all those things are just the lies he tells you so that because he knows the power that you have and so he doesn't really want you to realize that power because he knows that when you realize it he's finished he's finished and so he tells you those things to just keep you down but guess what they are lies they are lies and the only way you can counter these lies one is to meditate on the word of God because your truth and your identity as a believer is in the word of God and so if you really know your identity if you really know the things that God has spoken about you or has spoken over you the devil cannot feed you life because you know your truth you know your reality you know your identity and so when he's trying to feed you lies, you counter him back. You counter him back with the words that God has spoken over you. You counter him back with the truth of your reality in Christ Jesus. So meditating on the word of God is very important, my dears. It is very important. Second, you need to pray. You need to pray, you need to pray, you need to pray. There is no need for you to wait until Saturday throughout a whole one week. Because Saturday is your free day, so on Saturday you can pray for two hours straight. There's no need to, there's no need for that. When Saturday comes, fine, pray for two hours. But the remaining days of the week, even if it's 10 minutes that you pray every single day of the week up until that Saturday that you have time, beautiful, great. But you need to pray. You need to pray. Because prayer is the only way that you give the Holy Spirit way to walk in you and through you. Prayer is the only way that you, prayer strengthens you, prayer helps you walk in your reality. The more you pray, the less you live a life of contradiction. The more you pray, the less you live a life of contradiction. And then prayer is fellowship. You should fellowship with God. He's the one that gave you this identity. He's the one that gave you this nature. He's the lover of your soul. Fellowship with God. Bask in his love. Let him overwhelm you with his love. Fellowship with God, my dears. Pray. Ten minutes every day is not bad. If you can have more time, if you if you have more time, fine. But it's not bad. 
and then your environment is very important your local church first of all is very important because that's where you have the chance to fellowship with other believers that is where you have the chance to grow more spiritually in sound doctrine your local church is very important and then your friends your friends your close circle your close circle should not be the people where when you want to speak one thing or say one thing they start shouting ah now you kill jesus those kind of stupid talk should not be in your close circle those kind of people will always be somewhere around for sure in this life but they should not be amongst your close circle they should not because they will they will what is the english they will deal your growth they will stagnate your growth you should have friends that you can talk to that you can be accountable to that you can share your problems and your struggles with friends who are not judgmental friends who know that these things are just struggles they are not they are not a function of of waywardness or whatever just have be put yourself in a good environment an environment that will nurture your growth pray meditate on the word of god and be accountable be accountable be accountable to someone also it's it's very important it will help you be accountable to someone because these things are very important because god has given us this new nature has given us a new self created to be like God in righteousness and holiness and he did not just give us for sure he did not just give us for it to go and sleep somewhere he gave us for us to walk in it for us to show forth our salvation that's why he gave us this new nature for us to show forth our salvation for us to truly show that yes this one has been saved. Yes, I am a child of God. Because at the end of the day, child of God is not by mouth. <laughs> Salvation is not by mouth. People should see it in your life. Because whether you like it or not, as human beings, as a people, as a society, we are judgmental. That is it. No matter how non-judgmental you like to think of yourself, there are some things that happen, especially when it is with some certain people. At the back of your mind, you'll just be like, ah, but I didn't expect this from this person. Oh. Why do you think you didn't expect it from this person? Because you have put the person on a certain standard based on what the person professes. That's how people look at you as a believer. That's how people look at you as somebody who has professed salvation, has professed that. You have been saved by the grace of God. That's how people look at you. And so now they expect you to live a certain type of life. Yes, you are not defined by them. You are not defined by the world. But you should show forth your salvation. Child of God should not only be by mouth. The fruits of the Spirit should be evident in your life. The fruits of the Spirit are not there for them to just be, be there. They are there for you to walk in it, for you to walk in them, rather. 
And so grace does not say yes to sin. Grace empowers us. Grace empowers you to live above sin. It empowers you to live above sin. It empowers you to stare that temptation in the face, that habit in the face, and say, be gone from me. Yeah. It empowers you to, 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 to live above sin. Grace empowers you. Grace is not a, a, a license to go ahead and keep sinning. Oh, I've been forgiven past, present, and future, and so I can do whatever I want. That is not the point of grace. That is not the point of grace. You are not saved by works. But after you are saved, I mean, you are required to show works. It is evidence. that you're beginning if you're not walking in the reality that of who you really are in Christ Jesus you're actually doing yourself you are doing yourself you are short changing yourself you're selling yourself short that's what you're doing that's what you're doing So from today onwards, let us look at grace as that. Let us see grace for what it really is. Empowerment. Let us, the Holy Spirit within us, ah, is it for, is it for, for show? Is it for just as in, oh, the Holy Spirit is within me, the Holy Spirit is within me. No. Partner with the Spirit of God. Put the Holy Spirit within you to use. Let it show. Let it show. It's not so easy. But with the consciousness of the fact that I now have power over sin. That's my reality. That is my truth. With the consciousness that I have the Holy Spirit within me. He's strengthening, he's strengthening me. He's giving me strength. I can partner with the Holy Spirit. Or more things will be better for you. Things will be better for you. Actually, I'm just going to um, say out some Bible verses because... I'm not going to read them because I don't want this episode to be so long. So, Ephesians 4, you can just start from, you can start from 17 to 24, but I wrote here 19 to 24. Um, Ephesians 2, Romans 8, yeah, I'll put the rest in the description box, so check out for that. I can't remember them and for some reason I didn't write them in my notes so I'll just put them in the description box but please read them please please read them please do please do and I hope that this episode has really admonished you has really charged you to live in the reality of who you truly are 
So stop letting the devil make you feel helpless. You are not helpless. You are not helpless. Speak out. The battle is in the mind, but speak out. Speak against it. Speak against that temptation. Speak against it. Because sin was described as the process of, 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 of giving birth. So it is conceived. And then when, when, when it has gotten to, to maturity, you give birth to it. And so, when it comes to dealing with things like this, you cut it from from the roots you stop it as it's coming you nip it in the bud <laughs> you stop it as it's coming you you don't you don't let it conceive you don't let it mature because at that point it's already too late so you nip it in the bud i like this grammar i'm speaking that's why i keep repeating it but I'm serious, you cut it at the roots. But this topic is for another day. This topic is for another time. This topic is for another time. Dealing with habits and all of that is for another time. But I just want us to, to be charged. And to know that you are not helpless. To know that you have power. And to know that you also have a responsibility as a believer now. To show forth your salvation. To actually be, act like a child of God, not just by mouth. Thank you guys very much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed talking to you and talking about this topic. I'll see you on the next episode of Love and Passion of Love podcast. I'm still your host, Nishala Olakomi. Love y'all. Bye.